Hi, this is John Freeman. I'm the editor of Granta Magazine. I'm very pleased to be here at the London Book Fair in April of 2012 with Mo Yan, uh, one of China's most prestigious and award-winning writers and the author of Red Sorghum, The Garlic Ballads, Big Breasts, White Hips, and many other books. Uh, we're here to talk today about writing in China and his own work, and it's, very ple uh, it's a great pleasure to be here with him. Uh, nice to meet you, Mr. Yan. Hello, <laughs> Good, let's do this. <laughs> um, many of your novels are located in a half-fictionalized town based on your Gaomi hometown, in ways similar to the work of William Faulkner in the Yakutawa uh, County, also imaginary. Um, and what is it that makes you return to this half-imagined community? And does having a global readership alter? The focus at all, or the way you write about them. 那么在您的小说当中和作品里，我们看到很多故事发生的背景呢，都是首先您您的家乡为基础，发生在一个半虚幻、半想象的地方的。那么和其他很多的作家呢，也是有相似之处的。想问想问一下您，为什么会回到这
所以我看了他的书以后，我就感觉到啊，我知道的太晚了啊。小时候可以这样写，如果我早知道的话，那我很早以前就写出了跟他们同样好的作品。嗯。When I first started writing, it was the year of 1981, so I didn't read any story or novels from Marcus or William Faulkner. It was by the time 1984 when I first read their works, and undoubtedly, those two writers have great influence on my creation and inspiration. I found that my life experience is quite similar to that of theirs, and it's all—it's too late for me. If I would have knew this any time sooner, then would I would already accomplish a masterpiece like they did. Early novels、uh, like Red Sorghum seem to be written a more overtly historical, or even、uh, considered by some as romances. Whereas in recent times,、um, Life and Death Are Wearing Me Out have moved to more overtly contemporary settings and themes. Is that a conscious choice, or is that to do with, as you said, your life experience running out? 那我们也看到，在您的小说《红高粱》当中呢，它的一个取景是非常具有历史性的，甚至可能会被很多人认为呢是有一些浪漫主义精神在里面的。但是看您最近的作品呢，《生死疲劳》当中，这个主题回到了比较现代的一种场景里。那么这种选择，您是有意识的在做这个改变吗？还是说是和您的这个个人的生活经验也是紧密联系在一起的？呃，写红高粱，写红高粱的时候我还比较年轻啊，三十岁左右，不到三十岁。那个时候，我个人生活当中也充满了很多浪漫的元素。嗯。呃，另外，这个作为一个后代人，描写我的祖先的生活啊，描写我不熟悉的时代的生活，就倾注了更多的想象力。嗯。因此，就形成了红高粱这样的一种富有浪漫精神的这种传奇风格。嗯。但是到了写《生死疲劳》的时候，我已经将近五十岁啊，我有一个年轻人变成了一个中年作家。那么，尤其是写的生活也是比较现代的、比较当下的、比较当代的，嗯。所以，像当代生活中所存在的这种严酷性，就使这个小说本身的这种浪漫色彩，呃，受到了很大的这种限制。嗯。When I wrote Red、uh, Sorghum, I was less than 30 years old, so I was quite young at that time. At that time, my life was full of romantic factors, and compared with my ancestors, I was writing the lives that I didn't know about. So I injected many imagination to that piece. That's why you feel it's a little bit、uh, full of romantic factors. But when I was writing Life and Death Are Wearing Out, I'm I was nearly 40 years old, so I've transformed from a young man to a middle-aged man. My life is different. My life is more current. It's more contemporary, <coughs> and this cutting throat cruelty of our contemporary times somehow limits the romance in the piece. You often write in the language of the local Lao, Beijing, and specifically the Shandong dialect, which gives your prose a kind of flinty edge to it. Does it frustrate you that some of the idioms and some of the puns might not make it into an English language translation, or are you able to work around that with Howard Goldblatt? 
，呃，在您的作品当中呢，我们也看到您的一些语言描写很有特色，比如说写的可能是当地北京方言，或者写的是一些山东的方言。那么我们想，这当然是有优势，也是有劣势的。比如说，您的这些俗语，您的这个一语双关，可能没有办法传播到英文的翻译当中。那么有没有一个办法呢？您是愿意接受这样的事情，还是有没有一个办法可以绕过这个情况？呃，在我的这种早期作品里边，确实使用了大量的方言土语。嗯。呃，那个时候我写作的时候，我根本没有考虑到我的作品要翻译成外文的问题。嗯。但是后来这个慢慢的有作品被翻译出去，我也感觉到就是方言肯定是会给翻译造成很大的困难。嗯。但是你让我在现在的写作里面完全不用方言，那我觉得也不行，因为方言毕竟是非常富有表现力的。你他的语言本身是很生动的，也是构成一个作家的语言风格的重要成分。嗯，所以我的一个原则就是，我希望能够对方言稍加改造。嗯，也同时希望这个翻译家能够在翻译的过程当中，找到英语或者其他语言里面能够跟我的这种方言相对应的东西，这是最理想的这种境界了，就是。嗯。Well, indeed, I used a quite a substantive amount of local dialect idioms and puns during my early works, because at that time I didn't even consider my works would be translated into other languages. But later on, I realized that using idioms and、uh, puns and local dialect caused great troubles for translators. But do not use idioms, puns, dialect at all. Does not work for me because I think idiomatic expressions and word of choice is vivid, is very expressive. It is also the quintessential part of the signature language of a particular writer. So on the one hand, I can modify or adjust. Some use of that puns and idioms. On the other hand, I hope that our translators, during their course of translation, can find the similar expressions, echo the pun I use in Chinese. I think that's the most ideal situation I'd like to see. Many of your novels feature strong women at their core,、um, big breasts and wide hips.、Uh, life and death are wearing me out.、Uh, most recently, Frog. Do you consider yourself to be a feminist, or are you simply drawn to write from a female perspective?、Mm. 在您的很多小说当中，比如说《丰乳肥臀》，还有这个《瓜》，还有《生死疲劳》当中呢，您都写到了许多的这个女性。那么，您觉得自己是一个女性主义的作家吗？还是说您只是从一个男性的角度来描写女性？呃，尽管我对妇女充满了厚爱，我特别喜，我特别把女性看得高尚，因为在我的这种生活经验里面，我觉得女人比男人要伟大。呃，每当这种生活中出现了重大的困难的时候，女性表现的总是比男性更勇敢。我想，女性身上多了一种属性，那就是母性，而母性所焕发的力量是无法想象的。那么，另外一点就是说，这个在写作的过程当中，尽管我试图站到女性的角度上，用女试图用女性的这种心理来这个。来来思想，来来来这个理解生活哈、啊，但我毕竟是一个男性作家啊，嗯
所以我试图用女性的这种思维方法来解读的那些生活，很多女性是会不同意的。嗯，这也没有办法啊。我热爱妇女，但我毕竟不是个妇女，不是个女性。嗯。Yes. First of all, I admire and I respect women. I think they are very noble,、uh, very noble, and the life experience and the hardship a woman can endure is always much greater than a man can do or achieve. When life encounters great disasters, women are always. More brave than men, I think, because women have their due capacity. They are also mothers, and the strength that motherhood can bring is something we can't imagine. In my books, I try to put myself in the shoes of women. I try to understand and interpret this world through the perspective of women. But the bottom line is, I'm not a woman. I'm a male writer. And the world I interpreted from my perspective as if I were a woman might not be well received by women themselves. But that's not something I can help with. I love and admire women, but nonetheless, I am a man. Is avoiding censorship a question of subtlety, and to what extent do the avenues opened up by magical realism for anything which is not realistic? As well as more traditional techniques of characterization, allow a writer to express their deepest concerns without resorting to polemic. 呃，那么说到这个文学的审查这个方面呢，我觉得用词这个造呃这个措辞呢，可能是一个非常重要的一点吧。那么我们来谈谈这个魔幻现实主义。魔幻现实主义有没有为您打开一部分的天地，就是让您在遣词造句的时候是觉得说这个领导集团是不会那么单纯的？所以，我想这个很多这种文学的艺术手段，实际上是确实是具有一定的政治含义，因为涉及到很多的这种现实生活中比较尖锐的题材的。作家完全可以运用一种想象的、魔幻的艺术手段来进行一种陌生化的处理，从而对现实生活进行变形。从而也扩大了，那么现实生活中类似情节的这种象征的象征性。因此，我想这样的一种改造，这样的一种限制，对于文学是件好事。Yes, indeed, many approaches of literature have political bearings. For example, in our real life, there might be some sharp. Or sensitive issues that you wish not to touch upon. At such juncture, I believe writers can inject their own imagination to isolate them from this real world. Or maybe they can blow something out of、uh, proportion. For example, they can exaggerate the situation, make sure that it is bold, it's vivid, and as the signature of our real world. So actually, I believe this limitation or this censorship is great for. Uh, final question.、Um, your last book that was translated into English, a very short memoir, I believe it was called Democracy,、um, narrates the sort of the end of an era within China from your own experiences as as a boy and a young man. And there's some melancholic tones about it, whereas which is、uh, coming from 
um, the West uh, is to some degree a surprise. We often believe that progress in a, with a capital P uh, always means betterment, but your memoir suggests something has been lost. Is that the proper characterization of, of that book? Um, the progress was capital P. Yeah. The, and P stands for? Progress是很大的。Thank Woman 为什么这个小说里会有忧伤的这种情调那么就在于是一个那么另外一点就是说这个中国最近三十年来确实确实取得了很大的进步人们的这种道德水准普遍的下降memoir you mentioned democracy is full of my personal experience and my daily life however it also contains something imaginable the melancholy tone you talk about is indeed very true because the story features a 40 year old man thinking back the young the the youth that was once gone, and that use contains love stories and love lives as well. For example, when you were young, you probably were smitten over a certain girl, but for, for some reasons, this girl has become another man's wife, and that memory indeed is rather sad. For the past 30 years, we have witnessed that China has underwent a dramatic progress, be it in 
living standards or in intellectual or spiritual levels of our citizens, the progress is visible. But undoubtedly, there are many things that we are not satisfied with in our day-to-day -day life. Indeed, China has progress, but progress itself brings up many issues, for example, environmental protection and the declining of high moral standards. So the melancholiness you talk about was uh, for two reasons. The first one is I realize my youth has already gone. And secondly, I worry about the current status quo in China, especially the things I'm not satisfied with. Can you tell us, uh, final, final question, <laughs> um, what will be your next book to be published in English? 啊，真的是问您最后一个问题了哈。您的下一本这个书，这个用英文来出版的将会是什么书呢？呃，下一本应该是《檀香熊》。The next book I'm going to publish in English is called Sandalwood Penalty. Thank you, Mo Yan, for your time, um, and thank you uh, for your translation. Thank you. 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 Th